What should we talk about first? Oh, <laughs> I um, want to talk with you about a little thing called the ACT. <gasps> I mean, some pretty big news in my house. I can't even believe it. It's spirit. Seven to seven. Winter still. Edition. It's nice and warm inside in Saw Studio. Yeah, we turned the heat on. Oh, he's 75 and sunny in Sauce Studio. Roof rough. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. We're back again. <laughs> we are going to be blasting our listeners with episodes. Because they were very, you know, sad probably, Maya. Melissa did send me a message. She's like, I need some more episodes down here. Yeah. Well, here we are. Um, One thing I would like to jump in, Maya, is someone in my life haven't really been given permission to share. So I'm just going to be a little vague. Okay. Someone in my life, Maya. Yes. Got a perfect score on the ACT. I can't even believe this. I'm losing my mind. Like... We had the great. We've often talked of the greatness of Andy Bach, Andy Bach and his perfect ACT score. And now I have my own little Andy Bach right in my life. <laughs> now you haven't been. So this person is not willing to talk about said experience. On not necessarily. We haven't discussed it, Maya. Okay. But it's a pretty funny story that I'll share. That this little person, who's a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I said, what did you get on the ACT? And he said, 36. And I said, what's the perfect score? And he said, 36. (laughs) To which I just lost my mind. And then was that confusing to him that you're so excited about it? No, he's just used to me going, being bananas. (laughs) But Maya. Why isn't he more excited about it? Because that's just him. He's just like an even keel kind of kid. Okay. But this is a kid also. He's a high performer. He yeah. is like over a 4.0. He works really hard at everything he does. So I feel like we should throw a party or... Same. Or there should be some kind... How do kids get this news these days? Do they get an email or something? Is it texted to them? Is, uh, it, an, is it an NFT? Maya, I'm glad you're <laughs> asking these questions because I have an accompanying article that I'd love to know your thoughts on. Okay. It has to do with these standardized tests, so it's kind of a bigger discussion. They're they're doing away with the SAT, really. Like people, colleges are like, mm, we don't care so much about that anymore. And uh, I'm gonna say agree, but I also do really well on standardized tests, so I feel like that's the only way I did get into college the first time. Um, yeah. So everything that you just said. So basically. The SAT, first of all, the SAT is going digital and getting much shorter. Yeah, you're not going to have to have a number two anymore. No more number two pencils. Um, I guess one thing to note is it's still going to be, you're still going to have to take it in like a testing center. Sure. Or school. You're yeah. not, you can't take it at home. Now, but Maya, what are your thoughts on this? So like the SAT. You can use a calculator now. You so, can use a calculator. These assholes. Where, well, where was this when so I was this a kid? Is what we were, this is what I was thinking too. Like. So you can use a calculator. It's much shorter. I wonder if then it's going to be more complex. It does make sense that you should be able to use a calculator because like the world that we live in, everybody has a calculator on them at all times. Yeah. And your ability to do arithmetic without a calculator isn't necessarily like some kind of relevant sign of you. But they've also seen that the standardized tests, they are definitely skewed towards uh privilege mm-hmm. group of people yeah right so mm-hmm. so there's that and then also like i was reading in the same article colleges aren't starting to not look at those scores as yeah. much yeah so what do you think about that maya what are your thoughts on that i think it's probably a good idea like there's a lot of other things that you can look at besides how good of a test taker i mean let's be honest it's about the ability to like Absorb and retain facts, not indefinitely, but long enough so so you can take a test and also being good at taking tests. So. <laughs> and you know, you know what? As a good test taker, that's I, I really enjoyed say. that. So how do you feel as a good test taker 
them doing away with one of the things that you're strong in? Well, I think I should have worked harder on some other things. Like, you can't just be like, I'm good at taking tests. Yeah. So I, I think it's fine. I, I think that it's a good... I think it's moving in the right direction. Specifically, what I do think about it is, like, the point of, like, privileged people, mm-hmm. people that do great on the ACT or SAT being put in this, like, another echelon when looking at colleges, mm-hmm. when there's other people that... I mean, some of these kids take these, like, serious prep classes, right? Yeah. Take it several times. Yeah. So then there could be a kid that, like, take took no prep classes and takes it for the first time as a senior. Yeah. That's in a school system that's shitty. Yeah. And they don't have good support. So that's not really fair. But I do think that... And perhaps they haven't... It's a, a long test. It's complex. There's a lot of rules. And so if you're curriculum that you're in in your school doesn't have that kind of testing exactly then it's new to you like who wants to have a brand new experience that with that kind of test at that level right that much pressure and also it's i don't know if tests like the idea of a test is reflecting intelligence or potential i think isn't like an old-timey antiquated (laughs) concept yeah i do think it does speak to one part of that though i do so i'm wondering if like it's a thing where it's only weighted as a certain amount but it's not like i think it's still interesting and it's still if i have two students that it could be helpful i don't know i'm i'm torn on it maya because on the one hand i do think it's um it's a good data point right it's Mm -hmm. a data point for colleges to say okay, this is the same test everyone's taken. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's a data point that we can, like, put on this map and then that hopefully, like, evens out the playing field, but yet it doesn't. Well, what's the fear? As we've just talked about. What's the fear? That they're going to let dum-dums into college? Like, if they get rid of this? I don't think that's going to happen. No. And I think that... Also... The elitism of getting into college is nonsense. Let's face it. We already, we covered this, I think, in Ep 1. Yeah. Where it's like, people get up in arms about affirmative action, but you know how many legacy people go to Ivy League colleges that don't have the qualifications that other people do? Like, legacy. Yeah. And money. It's ridiculous. It's so, and then we had the whole, you can pay $500,000 fake that your kid's on the rowing team and right. get them into whatever school. Or build a library and or, there you go. Right. So yeah. it it's so interesting to me that people, I, I just think it's a test and it's not a measure. There's so many other things that you can present as like, the goal is they're looking for students that have potential that will fit with. Which I would argue anyone has. Every student has potential. And you know what? I think colleges are just looking for money, actually. I don't even think it's about education anymore. But Honestly, and also, like like we said, like any student at any college can do well Mm -hmm. if they have a combination of a a bunch of stuff. Not having anything to do with with the standardized test score. The only thing I would say is if there are scholarships that are available where a high test score will help you get funding for college, then that, like that, I can see. See, it gets a little tricky. Yeah, you don't want to take away things that are going to help people. Well, and for my son, he did well on the ACT, but he's not like a super hard worker in school, so his grades were just like average. So for him, the ACT... Yeah. Was cool. It was helpful because... Same, same girl, same. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it was like a big, nice bump for him. Mm-hmm. But like, it really was more of his natural ability than anything else on that test. He just did okay. Like, yes, we did a prep class, but then he told me later he never did any of the stuff, which I was not happy about, but oh well. How much did you pay for that? <laughs> just my... I got in line with all the other dumb parents and wrote the check. <laughs> I, I still can't get over how much senior pictures cost. It's hundreds of dollars, right? It's more than hundreds of dollars? <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, Maya, it's not. Well, you better blow that shit up poster size and frame it. The I have the stuff. They're in sitting since I picked them up by uh, in the bag sitting in the oh, closet. Buddy. Oh my god! But it is truly like a treasure for the future. Oh yeah, no, I have my little book over there. Yeah, I think. yeah, Here. the book. We got. I got the book. The book was expensive, but it has every single pose. I'm gonna get it for you. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> And I was really excited. And also, segueing into my little Murphy dog is going to be getting ready to go on the Rainbow Bridge. Honestly. Oh, we have like a huge book. But yeah, this is the Ford Studio. Maya Maya just brought me her Ford Studio leather-bound trifold senior pictures moments. We have the tennis racket. Maya, good, good. Yeah, like, I pretty much have these memorized. This one is so cute, Maya. I know. Isn't it adorbs? Isn't it funny what now you look at and you're like, wow, that's... I think I had a few hairstyle changes there. There were outfit changes. I was running this shoot like a boss. And then at one point when I said, can I do some black and whites? And he's like, well, I have to change the film and the camera for that. And I was like, okay. So change your film and your camera. And you know what the most popular one was? The black and white one of you standing. Yeah. It's really cool. It's got a got milk vibe to it. It does. It's very like 90s and just so cute. But this one is just now sneaking up on me. This little pose, Maya. Mm -hmm. It looks like you have a headband in. Yep. Little cute little smile. I remember that shirt. That was a good shirt. It was like, I think it was a... It was thermal. Yeah. I remember every single one of these clothes. (laughs) I have all these memorized. This gray sweater with the green in the... Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, senior pictures. So I mean, that's a nice moment in time. And I have a picture of Austin and Murphy that is like my very favorite. And I got a big one of it and I am going to put it up in my office. And it is going to be a treasure because we had Murphy at the senior pictures. And um, update on Murph. Mm. He's been doing lots of peeing. He's been wearing diapers, but then sometimes he just pees right on the floor. <laughs> Poor Warren is usually having to clean it up. Wait, so the diapers fail? Well, they're just like little cloth diapers, which we got for like dribbling, not for like a full bladder release. Oh, no. So anyways, he's drink. These are his symptoms, Maya. His skin is as scaly as a lizard. Okay. His hair is falling out. Yeah. He has basically no muscle tone left. Oh, no. He's got otherwise these gross skin tag things all over. <laughs> and he's now he's drinking a lot and peeing more. Oh, no. Bring him into the little vet. Well, we thought he has a bladder infection. He did have a bladder infection and has antibiotics now. But very suspecting that he has Cushing's disease. Is that with kidneys? Uh, it's, it? He has too much cortisol. Okay. Which just causes a bunch of problems. Essentially, it's a terminal illness. Oh. The dogs are sad. Well, one's wagging their tail, so I don't know. <laughs> um, it's a terminal situation, Maya, for uh-huh. little Mr. Murph. He's getting all the snuggles. He's getting table scraps now. Oh. Because, like, why not? Listen, when they get old, the rules go out the window. What's Honestly, the point? we put them in his bowl because we don't want him begging. But yeah, he's he has his appointment with his real vet on not this monday but next and we'll see what they say but like for now we're managing it just fine what do you mean his real vet well because this was like a we couldn't get in so we went to banfield in plymouth and then warren's like calling me he's like yeah they want to do a bunch of stuff it's like could be like twelve hundred dollars uh and i was like oh no 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 yeah so then i talked to the vet and i was like yes let's do the urine check Mm -hmm. that if he has antibiotics that's an easy fix otherwise no Maya, to manage this Cushing's disease, there are not nothing you can do to prevent the illness from progressing. All it is is like to control the thirst and the peeing. <laughs> Maya, it involves all these expensive meds and monitoring. No. Oh. I barely get myself monitored. <laughs> so we're our plan is just to kind of do extra snuggling. Yeah. And um just do, you know. Until we can manage it. And this is the, the picture that I love that I have a so big one cute. of. Look at how photogenic your son is. And I have a big one of that one. And I think that's going to be a real treasure because we had Murph. I mean, look at how handsome Murph is. <laughs> I know. It's cute. But he even now is looking not even this cute. Like he's. It's hard when the dogs get old. 
It's so weird, too, because I was telling my mom this yesterday. It's like one of those things where, and Austin said this, too. Like, Austin, I think, because he is, he's so close to Murph, but he's like, I've already, like, made peace with him dying. Which I'm like, I don't think you really have. But I almost don't feel like I'll be sad, but I know I will. Yeah, it's hard. Like that moment, that day. So, anyways, that's are you a take him to the vet kind yeah. of gal? Okay, because I talked to somebody about the she did she had them come to the house, mm-hmm. and did you do, go to the vet or come to the house? They came to the house. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would be interested to know because she said she had them come to the house, and she said the moment that they're gone, mm-hmm. and then it's like you're at the house, and yeah. then you have that memory, yeah, and that's pretty hard. What did you think, Maya? I, so our lab that we had before, Roxy, beautiful chocolate lab mix. The best dog ever. Literally. The best dog ever. So great and smart and athletic and serious and adorable. And uh, she, we had her and Harrison at the same time, but she was old and he was younger. And then... She just started to lose, like, she would have accidents, and then she she started to lose her, she was having pain in her back legs, and then one day, it was like, she couldn't even walk. She, she you would watch, I was like, it would, you could just tell, like, something wasn't right. Yeah. Either the impulses weren't getting from the brain to the legs, or, like, something had gone really wrong, and... She kind of just, like, gave up that day, and I was like, I think this today, because I called the vet, and I was like, is there anything that we can do? Like, And they kind of wouldn't say, I just wanted them to say, yeah, no, this is the end, man. Yeah, like, exactly. there's nothing to be done, but they kind of, like, danced around it, and I was yeah. like, okay. Um, so then I, I was just, I just, she just gave up. Like, you could yeah. just tell. And I was like, I think today is the day. And then she just, like, went, she just, like, kind of just relaxed and and in the on the carpet she just like laid down and just was like exhausted and just was like it was just like a feeling like you knew it was the time she's like i'm done yeah and so we i called a couple place a couple of services that do it and then one of them suggested another one and i called them and i was like hey can you come today because that's the problem yeah can you come today and it was like a weekend. Sure. It was like a Sunday or something. And this lady came to the house and she was very nice. So it's nice. Yeah. And she sort of just like talked to us and walked us through the, the process. And then um, she's like, here's the medication. Here's what I'm going to do. Because at that point, like having to pick the dog up, disturb yeah. her. This is a 70 pound dog. Yeah. Drag her to a yeah the vet. And it's a Sunday. Like. Yeah. I'm not going to make her wait another day. Right. Because our vet wasn't open. I guess we could have gone to an emergency vet, but then dragging the dog to another place. Like, she had laid down and just, like, given up. Yeah. So I just didn't feel like taking her to a place. So do you feel that there's anything about it that you you didn't like as far as them doing it here? No, because we sent Harrison away. So it was fine for you? I, I thought it was... I thought it was a good experience. And then did they take her? Yeah. And then she's she got cremated or something. Yeah. Okay. But then it was like a hundred dollars extra to get the ashes back, and I was like, I I don't need dog ashes. Like. Okay. It's okay. Yeah. So did you ever think about burying her in the backyard? No. <laughs> No. Warren's no, like, I, I have had to cut through the frost before, the frozen ground. You have to get down. He's like telling me all the things. Well, here's the difference. How much does your dog weigh? Oh, Murph is about, you know, 20 something pounds. He's small. Yeah. We're talking about a yeah, yeah, yeah. 70 pounds. Like a size of a, per- a small person. Yeah. And so yeah. it's a little bit. It'd be a lot of digging. And also a little bit more disturbing. Like. That's very true. It, it, it's. And then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, good food for thought. I haven't really decided, but I was thinking you, of doing the at home. Are you then, gonna bury him in the backyard? Um, so I, part of me like wants to, but then the other part of me doesn't like that because I want to have the ashes. Okay. 
I feel like I want the ashes. I want the little paw print. I now want I the sound like an shrine. asshole. I'm like, I don't no, need you the don't. Paw, paw print and I don't need the ashes. No, you don't. It's just a preference, I think. And yeah. I just feel like I want those with me kind of thing. But I don't know. My The person that told me that they had their dog and she said when they go, then it's like you can tell that they're gone. Yeah, that is a hard part. But it's like that's death. Yeah. I think that happens wherever right that's what i was thinking so and then she goes well yeah and then you always have that spot where it happened or whatever oh yeah that didn't really so that didn't bother you no it was just really hard yeah so it's weird because i think about it and i'm like because i fucking loved that dog yeah and i love murphy and i think like oh but it's fine it's his time i you know but then i know it's going to be different when i'm in the situation yeah Because you're probably like, oh, we could go one more day. We could go. No, I was like, I'm sorry. I have to have a drink during this. Like, I've got a beer. This is happening, lady. I don't know if you're judging this right now, but this is a very upsetting day for me. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, I don't know. We'll see. It was... It was hard and it's hard to do, but just the thought of, like, dragging her somewhere just Yeah, that's how I feel a little, too. Because then it's like you're also, like... It's like this. I also think the hardest part will be the leaving him mm-hmm. or the take him, whichever it is. But either way, you have that. Yeah. There's the moment where you literally are gone from them. That's the part I think that will be the worst. Like, do you think it would, and this is maybe a little graphic, like, do you think you would be upset if they bundled them up and then you watched them put him in the trunk of the car? Like... I don't want them in putting him in the trunk, Maya. I was hoping he could ride shotgun. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Yeah, so that's a little... The bundling up. Yeah. Whereas I'm sure if you're at the vet, you just leave the room. And they do whatever they do. Yeah. I don't know, Maya. I'll have to think about this. I'll, I'll noodle on it this a little bit more. It's a little different because he's a smaller dog, so it's probably not as exactly, dis- disruptive to him. Exactly, because he's like... You just yeah. carry him like... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll see. And I love my vet, so I don't know. Who knows, Maya? Let's let's move on to something a little lighter. <laughs> but I'm sure everyone out there can relate. That's yeah. What, that's what happens, right? Dogs just don't live forever. Oh, my neighbor down the street one day, he was he when I was walking the dogs, he's like, "Oh, my dog died," and I was like, <laughs> "Oh no," because I think he had just gotten the, and it was like a medium sized dog. Or maybe it was old. I can't remember. But it was a medium sized dog. He's like, "Yeah, I took it down to Bassett Creek Park and I buried it." And I was like, "Hmm." dug a hole and buried it and i was like oh oh is that allowed that's my question is it allowed i don't even think that's allowed and also if you saw a man with like a bag and shovel at the park and like what if he did it at night (laughs) just to like (laughs) can you imagine i would be calling the police i'd be like somebody can you imagine the next door that was blowing up (laughs) when that was going on Oh, they had their red string out for sure, Maya. Yeah. Figuring out that mystery. It's... Wow. It was not... I don't think you should be... I don't think you're supposed to bury things, (laughs) organisms, people, dogs, animals in parks, but maybe I'm wrong. I was like, ooh, it's done is done. Somebody's going to find that later. It's going to be weird. (laughs) Oh, boy. So, hey. Yeah? Concert report. Oh, boy. Uh, did you know Bonnaroo is back? It is? Yeah. Like for this spring? Uh, yeah. Do you want to hear the lineup? Yeah. Bonnaroo. Some of these lineups are so funny now because it's literally everyone because no one's <laughs> been touring. So it's just like honestly everyone. And then it gets canceled. And then and it then... gets canceled. It's almost like fake. I was watching or I was looking at there's a comedian that posted on his Instagram, he's like, um, because of the Canadian yep. restrictions right now, I have to postpone my shows. It's not in my control. Like, I think we're not allowed in Canada right now. Is that the truth? Well, the borders were open. Yeah. Because we advertised there. And then I think now they closed the borders again. They're typically, like, a little behind us on their waves. So they might be doing, like, the doing the fun Omicron now. Oof. Okay, so here is, it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. Thursday, the headliner 
or the biggest font is Griffin. I don't know who that is. What? Who is that? No idea, Maya. Okay. Um, well, it is Thursday. So oh, okay. There you go. Tell me I've heard of anyone of this. N- not on Thursday. I haven't heard any of anyone. I'll read you Thursday. Closey. Side piece. Role model. Brook in the bl- Bluff. The Sons of Kemet. Goth Babe. Indigo de Souza. Oh, I've Do- heard of that person. Okay. Um, I, I, Otherwise, I've never felt older. Go on. <laughs> okay, Friday. The biggest font acts are J. Cole. Yeah. The Chicks. Yeah, Dixie Chicks. Oh, did they? Oh, they took Dixie yeah. out. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I forgot about that. And Elenium. Okay. I would like to see J. Cole and the Chicks. Now, Robert Plant and Alison Krauss are also on this oh. day. Oh. That they have some beautiful music. I do love that album, that first one that they okay. did. Okay. The War on Drugs. Okay. I, I'm feeling less old about this day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that could be a fun day, and then Saturday, Tool. Okay. You just rolled your eyes at Tool. I'm not a Tool fan either. I'm just not a fan. That's all. But I know who they are. I know who they are. I'm not a fan. Uh, Flume. Okay, never heard of it. And Twenty One Savage. Okay. Back in the old boat. Okay. Um, Is that it? There's... I know. There's probably thousands of... Churches. I've heard of churches. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love churches. And the Suicide Boys and Porter Robinson and A Hundred Gex. Okay. I'm I'm probably saying that wrong. Billy Strings. I don't know any of these other people. Okay. Well... Okay. Sunday. Mm Mm-hmm. Stevie Nicks. Wow. Okay. Your 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 fave, Machine Gun Kelly. MGK. <laughs> With Travis Barker on drums. How is Travis going to be playing drums on all these? You know he's in every band now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know he plays drums on every song. Yeah, I know. Good like, for him. Good for him. Yeah. Like, what? Okay. Wasn't he in a terrible plane crash? I feel like he was. He was in a fiery plane crash, yeah. Maya. Yeah. He and DJ Am, DJ Am, DJ Am ended up... Uh, there was actually one guy that died. Yeah. DJ AM didn't die, but he ended up committing suicide later mm. or overdosing or something. And Travis hadn't gone on a plane again. He was covered in burns like for most of his body. Yeah. I heard him it's telling a, a story, story about his, his something about taking off his shoes or his shoes were soaked in gasoline. And then. Yes. Ugh, it was terrible. Story. Yeah, terrible. I. He just got on a plane for the first time. Because his girlfriend, Courtney Kardashian, those Kardashians, I'd be like, I'm, do a lot of good shit. luck. I'm taking the train. No, now he's back on Maya from the Kardashians. Well, that's amazing. Yeah, and you think they're bad, and they're not. I don't think they're bad. I just, it's not for me, and I'm not interested. <laughs> Roddy Rich, do you know who Roddy uh, Rich is? Yes, I do. I from my son. Yes, I don't know who that is. Nathaniel Ratliff. Ratliff. Let me tell you something about Nathaniel Ratliff and, and the night sweats. And the night sweats. That song, the first song that came out, yeah, Son of a Bitch or uh-huh. whatever it is, uh-huh. I saw Nathaniel Ratliff at the Farm Aid oh. concert. Maya, he's not what I expected. Why? I expected the energy and the swagger and the physicalness of... That song? No, of a Chris Stapleton. I thought he was going to be more like Chris Stapleton. Maya, he's not. He's little compact (laughs) he's funny i don't know how tall he is he's i'll look it up while we're talking he's not what i expected well uh kind of like a little i don't know what herbie hancock he's still alive yes he is and he's playing at coachella or bonnaroo oh wow and then um pucifer which is the guy from it's maynard from Help me out, Tyler. Maynard. Uh, from Primus. You're never Maynard gonna Keenan. believe how tall Nathaniel Rateliff is. Five three. Four eight. What? <laughs> Tyler just exclaimed, "What?" <laughs> I told you he was little. I didn't know he's that little. He sounds great. He sounds adorable. Maya, but I wanted him to be more of like. I thought he was like. I imagine him having Sorry, a beard. Sorry, I thought he was more manlyish with a beard, like Chris Stapleton. 
Really, he's just this little like wild sprite of a guy, Maya. <laughs> this little, and he's kind of thick. He's just like thick and short, and just like. Well, he he sounds like a big presence in that exactly. song. Exactly. Yeah, I love that you had expectations for him. Herbie Hancock. Oh, so Boozer is uh, Maynard from Primus, and uh, Mila Jojovich. Are you oh. are you familiar with this? Are you kidding me? I love no. Melia Jojovich. Yeah, they have a band together. I think he's from. I my brain is just like doesn't. Okay, work. well, I want to see that because I love her. I also never got to see Thirty Seconds to Mars, which I would love to see. Jared Leto. Do you think it's going to be any? Yes, good? it's going to be so good. I had, I can't remember if I actually went. That I do remember they were playing at. Whatever Glam Slam turned into later, that was a rock club where yeah. I also did see Queens of the Stone Age. But 30 Seconds of Mars was playing there. And then, did I see that? I don't think I saw them. I want to see them. I mean, I don't think it's going to be good. My, it is going to be good. Like, w- if Bush is good, that's good. We saw Bush at the Myth, Maya. That was so fun, surprisingly. Wait, he's not in Primus. He's in Tool. Oh, same diff. Winona had herself a big brown beaver. <laughs> Isn't that Primus? Yeah. Why do I get Primus and Tool mixed Why up? Why did Primus have to use claymation in their videos? Man? <laughs> That's my question. I hated those videos. <laughs> okay. So, wait. I don't know, Bonnaroo. I'm underwhelmed, but also, like, there's a couple of good acts there. The good thing about having like a couple of good acts is that if you are the person there for the three days, you don't feel like you have to pick and choose. You could actually see all the people you want. You know how sometimes it's like there's so many like, did you hear about that one that's like the emo concert? No. It's like all the emo like early 2000s bands and they're playing one day. Oh, and it's like, am I going to this? No, but it's like Maya, there's so many bands and... Like, it looks like it would be so good, but then... Which kind of emo are we talking about? Are we talking about, like, Jimmy Eat World and Promise Ring? Yes. Or the shitty new one? Uh, shitty new wave emo. No, it's probably, like, Jimmy Eat World and what are some of those other bands' names? I can't even think of them right now. Postal Service, Promise Ring, all that. Not those, but... So, four-day pass for Bonnaroo is $350, which doesn't sound that bad for me, to me. Although... How much? $350? For how many days? Four days. Oh my god, that's great. That's a great deal. Maybe because yeah. it's not going to happen, so it's just <laughs> a joke. It's just fake. The platinum four-day pass is $3,500. Okay. I would do that, Maya, because I would love to see Alison Krauss to me. Alison Krauss and Robert Plant to watch that. To me, that's worth $350. So right there, I'm in. It's about It's worth about $100 to me. Maya, you're in Tennessee, you're in Bonnaroo, you're having a great time, you're in your tent, we're in our tent. Oh no, I forgot Maya, about the camping Maya, aspect we're in our tent, this. it's Gross. muddy, Maya, you're taking na- a lot of naps, <laughs> I'm acting wild, trying to get you to stop taking naps, getting mad at you because you're taking so many said naps. <laughs> um. So the When You Were Young show okay. is, oh okay, so it's it's in Vegas and it's October 22nd, 23rd, and 29th. So it's three days. Here's the bands. Okay. My Chemical Romance. Mm. Paramore. Mm. Dashboard Confessional. Mm. Taking Back Sunday. Mm. Bring Me the Horizon. Mm. The Used. Mm. AFI. Mm-mm. Alkaline Trio. Mm. Manchester Orchestra. Uh, Pierce the Veil. And now in the old files, some of these are very small fonts. <laughs> Oh, I can't read it. Can you... Jimmy Eat World. Oh. Um, JXDN, Knocked, Knocked Loose, Senses Fail, Silverstein, uh, Acceptance, Story of the Year, Thursday, Armor for Sleep, The Starting Line, The Wonder Years, The Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, We the Kings, uh, The Ready Set, Horror Pops, Four Years Strong, Neck Deep, Maine. I literally the only one I want to see is Jimmy Eat World, and I don't think that whatever this costs. Avril Lavigne. Ugh. And again, Travis Barker on drums <laughs> for every single for every single act. Literally, 
he's on drums for Avril. He's on drums for several of these. Yeah, I'm not into this one either. First, at first blush, I thought it sounded kind of good. I think it's they're just trying to put together festivals and then. I don't know about these lineups. I'm not feeling it. The, the lineups aren't appealing to me, but maybe it's because festivals aren't for me anymore. I love festivals, but I just right now I'm like, I don't, I just don't have faith to buy a ticket for a festival. That's what point. I said. To I me. don't want any, con- I don't want to deal with canceled stuff. You just got your Pearl Jam tickets. I just got my Pearl Jam refund. I don't need to three, get myself involved in another. Two years ago, three years ago, yeah. whenever it was. Yeah. Once I saw Eddie was going on his own solo tour, I was like, all right, I guess this is. You gave up. You st- I, hung in there. I hung in there. Longer than I did. And that is admirable. Thank you. 10 Club. Still costs $21. Doesn't make any sense. She'd cost $10. So- <laughs> <laughs> Amy. Yeah. I have. I'm going to. We were talking to my um, kitchen about. You said something about. Is this the kind of plastic you can recycle? Yes. Okay. We made a switch in our house to something. And it's going to. Because I learned something about plastic. Yes. Maya, tell me. Um, Educate the people. Laundry detergent doesn't have to come in a big giant plastic, giant plastic thing. We have switched to, it's basically, it comes in a little cardboard box that's about the size of a big pack of cards. Okay. And it's a sheet and I just throw it in there. It's like a little, I'll show it to you. It's like a little, almost like a tiny dryer sheet, but it's, it's detergent. Doc, and did you and Doc get in the DeLorean and go find this and bring it back? (laughs) Where did you procure such a device? Well, first of all, they were feeding me ads on the internet, and I was like... (laughs) Insta. This makes sense to me, and you want to know why? What is in that sheet, Maya? Well, it's mostly all that detergent and soap, all the soaps that we use and all that stuff. It's mostly water. Okay. Yeah, I know. But... You don't... There's so many I know. plastic giant... And then do you think those get recycled? No. It's so thick. Yeah. How could it? No. So it's... My clothes are still getting clean. Yeah. And it's literally the size... It's... Okay. Well, my husband's probably going to be all over this because he lo- he hates waste and he like... Well, I was thinking... He hates Ziplocs. I always tease him because I'll be like, are you going to put that in a Ziploc? He's like, you know me. Like, he hates them. Does he wrap all of his leftovers in an old handkerchief? No, he uses the, like, (laughs) Tupperware things. But he would if we had those. (laughs) You've seen those. They're sort of like a wax wrap, and they're like, it's just as good. Yeah, yuck. (laughs) Some of that stuff is sick. I think a lot of this has to do with if packaging was all small they can't they have to compete for your attention well yeah i was gonna say the bright colors the Mm -hmm. tide is the bright orange and blue you anyone that doesn't think that they've done studies on the colors right yeah like obviously fluorescent orange and blue are gonna get my attention in the aisle and you know what? and the logo like it's all and what's inside like you said it's mostly water detergent used to come in flakes in boxes yeah and it's also not good for you yeah. Like, my husband has allergies, and I, like, love all those artificial smells. When we first met, this poor guy was about to die. I had those plug-ins, air fresheners, <laughs> yeah. which are just cancer in a package. Yeah. I had those things all over the place, and my cat, and he was, like, couldn't breathe at my house. Oh, man. And then, I mean, yeah, like, I try to buy the non-perfumed and dyes, yeah. because it's, like, it's not good for us. Yeah, I have bad skin, so I need to, I have to have. Who doesn't in Minnesota? Yeah, it's an itchy situation. I have atopic dermatitis, also known as eczema. Wow, my <laughs> Really a flex here with the medical term. <laughs> Quite the flex, Maya, on a Sunday. Both me and my dog have atopic dermatitis. and we Quite both- a pair. Quite a pair. <laughs> the only difference between us is that I haven't been to the dermatologist in like a decade, and she goes regularly. Maya, do you know, speaking of laundry, since we're on laundry talk, yeah. have you seen slash heard of, quote, proofing your laundry? No. Maya. What does this mean? Like bread? No. This is where... Oh, I'm not, it's not proofing. It's stripping. Have you heard of this? No. Maya, this is insane. 
I would never do this because I don't care this much. You mean I barely do my laundry. Maya, get this. <laughs> this could be really fun for us to try at your house. Okay. At my house? <laughs> yeah. Why at my house? Yeah. Okay, you tell me. I'm I'll tell now. you why. Maya, what we do is we get your bathtub. <laughs> you have a bathtub, right? Yeah. Okay, I haven't been upstairs. I've never been upstairs in your house. Oh, you haven't? No. Oh, you got to see our... We just... um. I'm like finished with the bathroom up when there. When Austin House said he was like, Oh yeah, and then the upstairs I go, I've never been up there. He's like, What? He goes, You go over there every Sunday. I'm like, I know we're in the that studio. That bathroom's never clean. We're but... in the soft studio. I don't need to go up there. Okay. We get your bathtub, Maya. Okay. We fill it with this hot water and some a solution. Oh, so solu- solution, solution involves borax. And some other stuff. What's in borax? I don't know, but you can make slime with it. So we could make slime while our stuff is stripping. Maya, we take our linens and towels. Okay. We put them in there. Yeah. It's our cauldron, our witchy laundry cauldron, Maya. What's, what's the purpose of this? Maya, we stir it around. We come down. We make some slime. We tell some jokes. We let this sit for like several hours. Maya, we go upstairs. The water is dark brown <laughs> maya okay we're getting all this buildup and detergent buildup out of our stuff okay and we feel so good then we wash it as normal with borax isn't that amazing maya i guess it sounds like like amy because it's like the oils in our skin and the detergent and whatever gross apparently they build up uh-huh in this stuff and it doesn't actually come out when you're cleaning and i says wonder who? if says this thing i saw my so <laughs> like how do you know you know how your sheets do you ever have sheets that aren't that old but they just have that yucky smell they have like the certain smell they're not like fresh anymore and they just kind of you wash them but they don't it doesn't everything in my house smells like a dog so it's like hard oh, to say okay so i have this problem <laughs> And I think if I bring them over here yeah. and we do stripping up in your bathtub. <laughs> do you not have a bathtub? I have a bathtub. I just think it'd be better to do it here. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of doing it here better. Oh, God. And, Maya, we can get one of those big sticks to stir. This seems like too much. T- I can't even do the regular laundry. We'll feel so good when we see the black stuff that came out of our stuff. How do you know that's not coming out when you put it in your washing machine? Good point, Maya. <laughs> Good point. Well, because this is clean laundry we're doing this with. I've already cleaned it and I have to do this Yeah, with... we're stripping it, Maya. We're stripping it. And then it. you have to clean it again? Yep. And then it's fresh and ready to go Mm-mm. for another few months until I come back over here <laughs> with all my stuff. What? Uh, no. No. Oh, man. She's saying no. This is full on denied. Usually I can get Maya to do a lot of things. She's not going along with this one. But not- if I brought the solution mix over here. No, this is extra cleaning <laughs> and I didn't, can't barely do the regular cleaning. <laughs> I know. I So I told my mom and sister who love cleaning. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you guys will love this. And? They haven't done it yet, but if they do it, they'll love it. My mom would love doing it. Can you... You know my mom. She cleaned the inside of your washing machine and your dryer and stuff. And that just blew my mind. And she was like, it was filthy. I'm like, what <laughs> the fuck? Like, what do you mean? Mine's filthy, too. I of would love for Marcia to come over She's here. She's like, look what I got out of there. Like a pile on a little paper towel. Showed you the Yeah, she, show- she loves to show you the stuff. And then the thing is, is if you're not as excited as you should be, then she gets mad at you. Like... If you don't pop a boner over over the pile of filth, she's not satisfied. And it's like, what do you want from me, woman? I'm not motivated. This is not my love language. It's yours. Oh, man. Look at that. And she gets, she breaks stuff, though, you know, doing this. You you realize that, right? She does things like wire coat hangers to help with these kinds of tasks. Oh god. Next thing you know, she's break stuff. Oh my god. But it's all in the name of cleaning, like yeah, getting the clean exactly. cleanest clean cleanliness. Yep. Oh yeah, oh it's god. filthy under there. <laughs> well yeah, of course it is. I don't want Marcia to ever look inside of anything in my house because she would just she would die. 
She'd be like, Maya, come in here. Look at this, what I pulled out. Once a year, like, we get our carpets cool. cleaned professionally. Oh, yeah. And which is something that I learned as an adult that you should, because when I was a kid, like, no one barely even vacuumed. Right. So the thought of getting your carpets cleaned, like, never occurred to it's me. It's like, okay, if somebody, like, bleeds out, we'll clean the carpets. Maybe. Maybe. So the once a year, we get our our carpet professionally cleaned and uh the sofa and Ooh. yeah it's a nice treat it's before christmas i'd like to do it for people so that they they can have freshness when they come over That's nice. and the guys usually like yeah uh a lot lot of lot of dog hair does he want to show you the dirty water yeah he, he it's always a chore and i feel bad for the person so maybe we have my mom start working there i mean let me be clear Tyler does a lot of vacuuming. He vacuums a lot. And he is very good at vacuuming. Want to know why? He has patience. I don't have patience for vacuuming. Vacuuming I s- is a pretty fun chore. I, I see how he does it. And it's like methodical. And then he spends a lot of time and it goes real slow. When I vacuum, here's how I do it. just whipping it over. <laughs> I do this. Get it in, get it out. Okay. And I'm like, okay, I touched all the areas. And now I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. And that's been cleaning talk. <laughs> Probably the only time you'll hear sauce on the sauce talking about Yeah, cleaning. I'm not good at it. Um, I was going to tell you something about... You made me think of something, and now I've forgotten it. Oh, well. Maya, are you playing Wordle? No. It's so fun. I didn't even know it was a thing, and then I was like, what is all this Wordle, Wordle talk? It's very fun, Maya. You should do it. Do you like word games, Maya? Yeah, I love word games. You should do it. You would love it. I think I'm having pushback against it because everybody's like talking about it. Okay, let me tell you what's going to push you to doing it. Okay. You don't have to download an app. Okay, I heard that. You go to the website every day and it remembers and it keeps your stuff. Oh. So I just have one browser window open there and I just go there and I just start putting words in, Maya. Yeah. It's so much fun. I don't know why it's so fun, but it is. Everybody's obsessed with Wordle. It's just so fun, and I don't know why. You're just trying to guess a word, Maya. It's not reinventing the wheel. And how does it, how do you guess the word? So I mean, you're the last person to ever. Yeah, so hear it's about like, this. I think five letters. Yeah. You get six tries. And how do you know, like. You just pick a word, and there's all kinds of stuff on the internet of like best starting words, because what happens is. Is it just you? They show you blank squares, and yes. you just have to guess what word would go in. Yes, it? Tyler, do you understand this? Do you think this would be fun for me? Yeah, like for quacky kind of. No, but there's no letters. Oh, so it's just blank squares, and you have to guess a five-letter word that would go into blank squares. Yeah. So this was today's spoiler alert. Well, this by this time this aired. So my first word today was break. And then what happens is it turns green if you have the letter in the right spot. It turns yellow if the letter's in the word but not in the right spot. So I did break and then I did proud and then I did trust and then I figured out it was wrong. And I got it in four and that's like cool. <laughs> I, got, I got perky in three and it said I was very pretty advanced. Not going to brag but... <laughs> It's a very fun game. I don't know why it's so fun, but it is, Maya. I like, second I wake up, I'm like, I'm like to Warren, did you do the Wordle? He's like, no. <laughs> He's like, I forgot. I was like, what? Maybe I'll do it. I probably yeah, give won't. give it a try. Uh, I'm not like a... Mm, I know. Just I like, give it a try, Maya. I like physical games. Maya, we're not going to be doing Twister. We're just doing Wordle. <laughs> okay. Let's just do Wordle and see how that goes. Okay. We're not going to be doing Twister. Amy. Yes. I have to tell you something that disturbs me. So recently it was Holocaust Remembrance Day. Yes. Or week. I can't remember. Yes. And I read a study. This is going to blow your mind. Or maybe it's just me, but I can't believe this is possible. So they did a study where they surveyed people and... Excuse me. People in all 50 states under the age of 40. There were like between 18 and 40. Okay. So Gen Z and millennials. Okay. One in 10 had never heard the word Holocaust before. One in 10 people that they surveyed had never even heard the word. Okay. That seems incomprehensible. I don't understand that. And I'm wondering if. 
do they still use the word Holocaust in school? I mean, I don't know, Maya. That seems... Did they know what it was, though, once it was like... Well, okay, then get this. So 65% of the people that they surveyed didn't know that 6 million million people died in the Holocaust. Yeah, but I didn't know the exact number either. But if I said to you, okay, if I gave you a multiple choice and I was like, how many people died? 6 million, 4 million, less than 2 million. I could guess four or six. 65%. I think it was like 50% of the 65% thought it was less than two million. I don't, it's just like. Okay. The, not knowing I the mean, word. I mean, I don't know how they're teaching it now. I know when we were growing up, like, we did such a deep dive. And I can't imagine they're still not doing that. But, like, maybe they aren't. I don't know, Maya. Well, in Tennessee, the, just that school district just banned the oh, right. graphic novel Mouse. Well, which... and remember when we did, everybody read that Diary of Anne Frank. And we did, like, this whole unit where mm-hmm. we read it. Remember? We, like, all read it as a class. Mm-hmm. And then we, like... We, like, did so much around, I think the Diary of Anne Frank was really, yeah, probably for me myself, yes. how I really learned the most because it was, like, a way of telling it was, the we story were the same through age. the story. We were the same age, yeah. thinking of her and she's in this, and you think of yourself and your house yeah. and if you had to hide, all that stuff. Like, yeah. that to me had, like, such a big impact on me. Uh-huh. That it's like, are they not teaching, are they not reading the diary of Anne Frank anymore? Because that to me was so like, I'll never forget it. Like you just became obsessed with the story and then you start learning more and more because you're so interested in it. Well, it's just distressful for me because there's so many people in politics comparing not comparable things to Nazis and the Holocaust and and sort of like comparing trivial things to the persecution it just like yeah it's just maddening to me but also that whole like one in ten people have never heard that word just i've lost my mind yeah i think so i can be a little bit of a arguer on the devil's advocate side for this particular those two facts that you shared yeah because to me the word holocaust yeah I mean, I don't know if everybody would understand. I don't know how it's possible, but then again, if it's just like I would like to see all the questions that were asked. I guess is what I'm saying. You're demanding to you're demanding to review the. I want to see. I want to okay. review this study because I okay. feel like, and then I feel like guessing the number. I'm not a numbers person. That's sure. not how my mind works. Yeah. So. I could imagine 3 million, 6 million, or 600 million, Maya. And I would be like, oh. So, like, I can kind of argue either way. But what I am wondering is also, what does this... I feel like we just had these basic curriculum Mm -hmm. that we really, like... It felt like we had less stuff to study almost than they do now, which I know that sounds weird. But I feel like we did, if you think about how many months did we study the Holocaust, whatever grade that was, mm-hmm. it was significant. It would have been like a whole semester probably. Yeah, but then there, in high school too, we had. Right. Yeah, there was another. It was constantly like yeah. learning it on different levels. Mm-hmm. Like the Anne Frank was like the introduction to mm-hmm. this is what that world was. Yeah. And then of course, as you get older, higher level is more like this is the war and this is Hitler and all the other things that were going on. Mm-hmm. But I just wonder, like, I don't, I think education, the education system, I, I think it's so, I can't imagine being a teacher because I don't understand how. But is it just the responsibility of teachers? Like, no, it's not. That's what I'm saying. parents were sleeping on this one? Well, that's a whole nother issue, right? Yeah. It's like, there's just so many layered, there's so much layered stuff with education that, like, I feel mm-hmm. really nervous about it. Also with the fact that, like, technology, like, we can't ignore, like, social media and technology mm-hmm. has created this not a good situation for most of our kids and young people. Yeah. Their attention spans are, like, zero. They are 
bombarded with so much information that it's got to become like a my son knows everything about history but that's because he's into history yeah but this is a big one this is like yeah you're right i mean generation of people yeah i'm not saying it's right or wrong and i have heard so much more about um more and more and more about Mm anti-semitism that is really ignored yeah and that's a whole nother thing it's like it's kind of like we've heard more about the asian american experience Mm -hmm. in the last couple of years and i've also at the same kind of time frame heard more and more about the anti-semitism and things that are happening that really doesn't get a lot of attention Mm -hmm. it's hard to know with such a big world and with the internet with so much information out there it's really kind of hard to disseminate it all and Mm -hmm. i wonder if i don't know i don't know like again i don't know what's being taught in schools anymore i don't know what the curriculum are like again like you said certain parts of the country now Mm -hmm. they're saying you can't you can't teach this or you can't teach that and it's just like I don't know, Maya. The, the kids thing, are in it trouble. Just, it makes me... I'm just thinking of the point of view of... Yes, there's a lot of information, but also there's a whole generation of survivors that are, like, getting very old now. Like, they have people who tell their first-person stories, and then we're at a point where so many people don't know about it, and they are actual people who lived through it. When those people are gone... Yeah. Like, if we're in this place now... It's concerning to me. Yeah, like I don't know. Like, do somebody has? We, everyone like has to, to me, do the better. Holocaust is one of the most. If I had to choose, probably one thing in history that to me was just like the most, like impactful that yeah. I learned about, it was definitely the Holocaust. Yes, the concentration camps, learning about Anne Frank from like day one, mm-hmm. and then just like. I'm fascinated slash it's like I can't believe it we went to one of the museums Mm -hmm. and saw like all those shoes and even just like that all the shoes yeah it's like it's so I can't really imagine a world where it's just always had a really impact on me I've always wanted to go on the tours I've always wanted to go to the the camp tours that Mm -hmm. they have and just to be there to see like it's you just can't I mean I to like wrap your head around it and then when you see the survivors that still have the tattoo yeah like to me that's like like you said the survivor like you learn about something firsthand from and from then you the see source. a human yeah. person right in front of you that has their tattoo yeah of their count or their number mm-hmm. and it's like it's just it's mind-blowing so i can't really imagine a world where that's not like a fascinating slash impactful thing of learning and I'm not a history buff. Yeah. Wasn't interested in history, but the Holocaust was just... I think the thing that's just driving me the most nuts is, like, comparing trivial things to that horrible, horrific... Yeah. Sort of, like... It, it, it's basically one of, the, one of the most insane things that's ever happened. Right. The fact that people compare small, silly, trivial things to... It just like it boils my blood. Yeah, I can see that. I think, I think, um, as you like learn more and more about it, and you think of how is it possible? Like I'd love to slap Marjorie Taylor Green in the in the mouth. What did Marjorie Taylor Green say? She's lots of things. Like what does a comparison of? Can you think of an example? She said that vaccine cards were the same as oh. putting the Star of David on. Yeah. Yeah. On Honestly, I'm so like, over these um tactics. I feel like these are just tactics people are doing now. Yeah. To like get attention and to be just a pain in the ass that it's like it's so disgusting and it's also just such a to me it's just such a tactic and I'm just over it. Like do better. That's a tactic. You yeah, don't really do believe better. that. You don't really believe that. There's you're saying that because you know there are people that are listening to you that will like just jump on and believe. Like, can you imagine being a survivor and hearing that dumb, that dumb dumb compare something so small no. to what you went through? Like yeah. it would just would it, it drives me nuts. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's gross. 
Anyway, this has been... Honestly, there is an amazing Instagram account. If you want to learn more about the Jewish experience in general, I'm going to actually probably spell it because I don't want to sound like an idiot. Um, so it's the World Holocaust Remembrance Center. And it's a great follow on Instagram because you can learn things in little bite-sized nuggets. Mm. And isn't that a great way these days to mm. learn? And it's Yad Vashem. It's two words. Y-A-D space v-a-s-h-e-m and it's just a great a great follow i think it's a a great way because it does share those stories right Mm -hmm. and through those stories i think that is the key for us to all be better yeah it's connecting through stories if i'm trying to look at facts and i'm trying to do this and i'm trying to connect to something like that maybe i can't connect to we can all connect to a story we can all connect to a story of a little girl yeah. that has to be like hiding away mm-hmm. in this certain place and everything that goes along with that. Because why? Because we were all little kids at one point. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I love this follow because they really do. They share these different stories. They'll mm-hmm. share, there's a picture and then they'll tell the story of it. And some of the things you cannot believe. Yeah. It's the stories. It's the stories, Maya. That's the way people listen to the stories. <laughs> That's people love stories. Oh no, no, oh no, now you slipped into ASMR. ASMR. Well, that's a good suggestion. Like I feel like that's a good helpful. <laughs> oh my god, you're losing it. Should we wrap this up? No, but that is good. Stories, yeah. stories, stories. Oh no, <laughs> Amy's losing it. Oh, I hate those noises that you're making. ASMR, gross. Stop, please stop. <laughs> Maya, I just did my first ASMR. Snow. <laughs> what a what a roller coaster this one is. I mean, this is what happens when we do two episodes in a day. I have one approved and nine for you, and then we can be done. I have one too, so you go first. Okay, Amy. Yes. There's a study that's been done recently that shows that cannabinoids i always say it wrong oh yeah i always say bring can- it on cannab- with the cannabinoids i always say cannabinoids now you're speaking my language <laughs> go connect cannabinoids cannabinoids um possibly might help fight covid great like cbd and weed perfect no wonder i haven't gotten it <laughs> my cbd gummies my gummies, my Colorado edibles. Yeah. Everything is going great. <laughs> you know what? Just tell us more information about this that we need to be aware of. Come on. I think what it does or what they've shown is that it prevents the protein from reproducing or prevents the virus from reproducing itself. Something to sure. do with like proteins and the this and then that. Anyway, they've done, they're doing the research they're like it's not going to prevent it but and piles and piles of good things <laughs> and you know i think this is a good study for them to do honestly let's just yes this is a great study this is approved in my book this is approved anything related to cbd cannabinoids <laughs> thc yeah all great yeah great impacts on your life uh-huh. and your health your well-being your just yes approved approved Maya. Yes. This is kind of going to go along with that. Okay. <laughs> There's a new Dunkin' Donuts opened right by my house, Maya. It's just Dunkin'. Approved or denied, Maya? <laughs> I'm not a Dunkin' fan. Maya? Do you like Approved. the... Do you like the coffee or the donuts or the what? Maya, do you want to know something funny? What? I don't really like the donuts or the coffee. What I do you get think. there? I don't get... I don't know. I'm just excited about it. You know what I saw? I don't think they have really good donuts. But I do see that they have a lot of different breakfast sandwich choices. Uh-huh. And I'm hearing good things. And I hear good things about the coffee. And Maya, there's a drive through And it's right by my house. I am... I am... I've had time... Just let me say that was it used to be a Dunn Brothers. Yeah. I've had time to mourn my loss of the Dunn Brothers. In <laughs> fact, I was there when the la- g- the guy, the owner, yeah. was taking the last load out of there. Aww. And I literally was like, I'm so sad that you're leaving. <laughs> oh my God. And he goes, yeah, it was a good run. 
It was sad, Maya. That is really sad. Now I'm over it. Now there's a Dunkin' that pink and orange, beautiful letters. You know who loves Dunkin' Breakfast? <gasps> yes, I'm going to have to get producer Tyler's, some, you know, recommendations. Tell her what the, your favorite thing is. Well, they have good breakfast sandwiches, but they also have a breakfast burrito. Honestly, breakfast sandwiches, nothing better. I'm I, so excited. To me, I'm not like that. I don't, I'm not jazzed about Dunkin', but maybe it's because I've never had it. Maya, it's also the font. It's the pink and the orange. I do orange. like the pink and the orange. I'm going to say, I'm yeah. I'm so excited. I'm going through that drive-thru. I'm going to test drive <laughs> that drive-thru, Maya, on no, the way home. You know what I did see that they have that I'm going to say no, no to? Avocado toast? No. They do have that. That sounds like they're doing a smart thing. Yes. Um. No, it's called, they're called egg bites or something. Yeah. And they're shaped like a bagel, but it's an egg. Omelette bites. Oh, okay. I'm going to show you a picture of this. How is that different than the Starbucks sous vide eggs? I don't eat that. I don't mess with that either. Yeah, those are just for like when you just need nutrition in your body. I just think I disagree with the shape that they made them. Into a bagel shape? (laughs) Yeah. And it's really made of egg? Yeah, because it doesn't make any sense. But I think it has probably something to do with like how they cook it. It has to be this shape. Yeah, like they probably cook it in a silicon mold. Oh, yeah. I love that shape. You put your finger <laughs> through the middle, swing it around, take some bites. So you're saying this is super approved. That's approved. Way. Oh, my God. Duncan approved. I'm on my way. Well, maybe I need to have one of their breakfast sandwiches and then I'll change my mind. I think so. They also have impossible stuff, Maya. Well, then it's to be determined for me. Okay. I have to try it. I'll let you know. I'm going to be there in a few minutes. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think we're done. What did we learn? What did we learn? We learned that you might want to just hold off on getting your festival tickets. Yeah. Not trying to rain on your festival no, parade. I like yeah. a good festival just as much as the next guy. Yeah. But I'm a little concerned about these things going forward. We'll see. And also cannabinoids can be a positive thing cannabinoids are a positive thing we're just learning more and more about it because people are finally getting up to the cat and figuring out that we need to put more money yeah towards testing yeah so that we can actually help people yeah with plants maya they're just a plant i love it they're just a plant 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 oh my god with the ASR. high five okay bye Good job.